Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Aw, oh, yeah. I'm going to crack mm. open this soda pop. Mm. Ooh, a soda pop. A soda I'm pop, a yeah. Red Bull. Mm. I'm drinking the red edition of Red Bull. It's even redder. Oh, good. I mean, I'm just glad we're both drinking chemicals. Oh, God, yeah. Delicious, oh, yeah, I feel delicious like chemicals. Right, I feel like I'm turning into the Joker. Yeah, I feel like I'm solving the secret of the ooze. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Glorious. Glorious. Is that a song by, is that Imagine Dragons? Oh, maybe. I was doing a riff on Notorious. Oh, that's better. Yeah. You're better. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you said it. Everything all right over there, my friend? I'm not much of a bathroom talker. You're not in the least bit curious as to what I have to say. I'm just not into conversations with random dudes hiding out in bathroom stalls. No one is coming to help you, friend. Anybody! So you're a god living in a rest stop bathroom in a stall that's glory hole adjacent. I am he. I am that god. Hey, folks. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> is there is, is there anything in theaters that we missed? Because I, I didn't see... This has been... Uh, the end of the summer I, has been a pretty dry. Dry as fuck. We yeah. had We had bodies, bodies, bodies last weekend that we didn't do. I'll uh, get around to that. I might wait for streaming. Yeah, but that was also kind of limited last... Like, it was only in, I think, maybe 500 theaters last oh, weekend, no shit. I think. And now it, it was opening wider, I believe. Uh, right. But this week, there's, like, nothing new, really. They had the Orphan prequel, which is on I, Paramount Plus, I believe, but... Yeah. We there's didn't... Beast. I want to see oh, Beast. Oh, Beast, right. Beast. Yeah. Kind of got we'll to see Beast. To yeah. Yeah, and I feel like next week... Oh, no, we had the, the George Miller movie is next week, so that's cool. Hopefully that'll be around. We'll find uh, a way. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't I, had, I I haven't know, had a chance to scope out the theaters around here yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll figure it out. Um, this is all to say that we watched the J.K. Simmons uh, Eldritch Horror uh, uh, Glory Hole film, Glorious, that came out. It didn't get. It, it got some hype, I'd say. I think this is one of those things that like. Uh, it gets a little buzz, right? Because it's so weird. Right. It's it kind of reminded me not not necessarily in the content of the film, but like uh, it reminded me a little bit of Rubber, in that it was like yeah, the it got buzz a little bit of buzz just for how bonkers the premise kind of is. Right. Which sometimes I I find like I'm on the fence about this one in terms of the premise, where it's like sometimes that feels like it's pandering almost it feels a little like sh- it can it can feel a little sharknado yes exactly where yeah. they're doing it on purpose yeah it's like can you believe we made a movie about this like well i get i mean yeah you, yeah you made can make it. a movie about anything yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I hope it's good. Yeah. Uh, and on that subject, how did you like Glorious? Uh, I thought it was not great. Um, I thought it was a really interesting premise uh, with some good performances, particularly uh, J.K. Simmons does a really good job. Because he of, does. Because of course he does. Um, but overall, I thought this was very obviously a short that had no business being a full-length movie. Yeah. So I liked it slightly more than you, to, which is to say I thought it was okay. Yeah. It's extremely okay. Yeah. It has a very, yeah. very predictable twist. Uh, it takes 50 minutes, and this is a 79-minute movie. It takes 50 minutes for J.K. Simmons, the eldritch glory hole god, to even tell the protagonist, and by that extension, us, what it is he wants. Yeah, uh, and that that's kind problem. of a problem. <laughs> yeah, I wa- yeah, I want to talk about what this movie does right and what it does wrong. And, sure. it, and it does come down to the fact that I think you're right that this is a short film. Yeah, there's just not enough stretched. Yeah, there's not enough here, and it, it's you notice that it's kind of stretching for time. It takes that. That yeah, we'll talk about the good and the bad because there's some stuff in there that I that I liked, and there's a few things that I thought were really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I generally liked um, the 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 vibe of the movie. I guess the direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked all of J.K. Simmons' dialogue, and yeah. that might that might be part partially because he performs it so well but like it's weird it's weird to say he has the he sounds like a god like his the way he talks he does a very yeah he does a really good performance and you're right the writing of his dialogue was very well written yeah i think so (laughs) the Um, the writing was well written way to go tom yeah (laughs) but it's true (laughs) but it's true yeah Uh, the dialogue was well written yeah i think yeah, the broad strokes, like you said, the twist is obvious. Uh, mm-hmm. it, so we'll, we'll go through the premise, even though there's not much there. Uh, a guy is driving, and he seems to have uh, suffered a breakup. He's dressed really nice. Um, he is he's at dre- rock bottom. He's dressed nice but disheveled. Yeah, he's he stops at a highway, an interstate rest stop. His it's It looks like he's living out of his car because it's loaded with stuff. He looks a mess. Uh, and he gets fucking hammered. Like we see him leave a couple of calls uh, uh, to his, who we are presume uh, that is his uh, ex-girlfriend who he's just broken up with, leaves a couple of desperate messages, gets hammered, burns all of the stuff in his car at a fire pit at the rest stop. Uh, And then the next morning, while he is just explosively puking his guts out, uh, this, the, this, some voice in the stall next to him starts speaking to him. Uh, and it turns out it's this eldritch god that locks him in the restroom until he agrees to perform uh, a ritual task for this god that will save the entire universe from destruction. Basically, yeah, they don't they don't say it by name, but he is the son of or the child of Cthulhu. Yes, uh, and the idea is he's taking a physical form and needs to take an ethereal form so that the the god doesn't find him because he was built as some sort of device to to end the entire universe yeah but he has become compassionate towards humanity and the human race he really enjoys the earth he enjoys human life and wants to preserve it so he needs this guy's help um yeah. And like you said, he does not specify for a very long it takes time. Him almost I, a, it takes him almost an hour of an 80-minute movie to tell him what he wants. Which is honestly 
a I think a problem because it's a pretty big problem actually. <laughs> it is because he could have told them in the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes and they still could have had a film because it's a request that is very steep. He wants him to cut his liver out yeah. and give him his liver. And so like that would take a while to accept. So it's like he could have told him right well, away. It's, well, it's like the, it, this is all. I think they just they want it to be like a a glory hole joke, where for a while you think that he wants to to like suck him off. Yeah. Um. Which all which goes to a gag where he sticks his dick through, and he's like, "Why is your human penis through the hole? Why would your human penis save the world? You know, what, what are you he, doing?" What he says is, "What the hell is that?" Yeah. <laughs> and then the 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 guy, the man whose name is Wes, says, uh, "I thought that's what you wanted." He's like, "How is your human penis gonna save the universe?" Right. And it's J.K. Simmons, so you yeah. can imagine how delightful that exchange is. Yeah. Yeah, I get it is, um, but like, yeah, you've like a movie like Saw, like in the first four minutes, it's very clear that in order to get out of that room, those guys are going to have to saw their limbs off. Exactly. So it's like there's tension guy, built around that from the beginning, right? And this guy could have had that knowledge, you yeah. know, because it's not it wouldn't have made him do it any quicker. Yeah, you just you, you, get, you just put the glory hole joke in earlier. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You just do the glory hole joke. Earlier. So it it, it it what. By delaying knowing what what the well you know what the stakes are but you don't know what the actual what he's actually going to be required to do in order to accomplish the, you know what the stakes right, are right which would but, be the first thing I would ask this eldritch god yeah like I would be like he asks a few times but it never becomes clear yeah and it's like I would just be like step by step what do you need me to do to get out of this situation so what by delaying it till almost. For delaying it for three quarters of the length of the movie really lets really made the wheel spinning obvious to me like it just made right. it more glaring which again is weird because i would argue it was unnecessary they had to do that yeah you didn't they have to do, do that yeah they do some stuff that i enjoyed when it comes to person trapped in a location which is they have him try pretty much everything he can to leave yeah uh and the it's an easy answer which is this is a god so like he finds a vent he crawls through the vent that was really cool i like that sequence yeah yeah and then of course he's back in the bathroom and so it's it's really in terms of writing it's like oh yeah he can try just about anything like to the point that i wasn't annoyed when the the inspector guy what's his name gary c uh gary when he comes in and he opens the door and then he kind of shoves him away the, from the door so it locks behind, I guess like that's a that's one of those things that in any other movie would be frustrating. But because we're dealing with a god, it's like oh no that that's the god's trapping. You know what I mean? Where it's like that sort of like oh the door's open ah you close you left the ah uh, you, you, didn't, let it you close. didn't get to the door in time yeah, yeah like normally that, that would, would be, be like, really frustrating. But yeah. since it's the work of a god pulling all the strings it's like oh yeah it's probably it's, that ne- god willed that to happen yeah he was never gonna let him out yeah exactly yeah uh and that of course gary is kind of gary is brought in i think as, as part of the wheel spinning yes but i don't think this is like the few moments of wheel spinning that's like well i enjoyed it they have this guy show up and he hears him calling out and he gets he gets in the bathroom um the eldritch god lets him in the bathroom and he's like he's involved now uh we can't you know people can't know about this and so he he basically uh uh 
tells Wes to get in the stall, and he he just demolishes Gary. He pit witches uh, him. Who did? Yeah, who did nothing <laughs> wrong? No, he was just doing his fucking checklist <laughs> yeah. for the day. Yeah, um, yeah. He he. I, I do I do enjoy that because you do. It is a little wheel spinny, uh, but it was cool because we got to see. In a movie like this, you kind of want to see at least like a glimpse of the monster or like the monster in abstract. Right. So this and some this, horror. Yeah. So this gives them an excuse to do that. And so you get to see kind of a few impressions of what the god, whose name is really difficult to pronounce. And that was actually another really cool sequence when he's, J.K. Simmons is trying to get him to pronounce his name correctly. That was that was yes. cool. That was well done. Tells but him he, to hold his tongue. Tells yeah. him to hold his tongue. Yeah, really tight. Um so, but he calls him Gat for short. Basically, it's it's this weird sounding Cthulhu type name. Uh, so we do get to see a little bit of what Gat actually looks like uh, in this sequence, and it's you know a bunch of limbs and goo and stuff. It's very very Lovecraftian, but it was cool. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily, like, it, I didn't necessarily mind that Gary shows up. No, because it was sort of like, well, something has to happen, and if yeah. something's going to happen, it should be something horrifying and bloody and grotesque. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you kind of need somebody else involved, right? Because you can't smoke uh, the the only other character in the movie. Yeah, exactly. So it was like we needed someone to die. Yeah, um, pretty much. So yeah, he's trapped. In, yeah, so he he he's been told repeatedly not to look at this creature because it will turn him it will drive him insane it'll drive him insane yeah Yeah. uh and so it's it's constantly like this this voice coming from this stall uh cloaking their location it's it becomes very clear very fast like they do the thing where west doesn't think it's real at first and then like at a certain point it's like okay it's real uh and then we keep getting flashbacks of him with this x yeah uh, as like the person he's he keeps the memory he keeps going into to make him feel better and like the person ultimately that uh jk simmons compels him to like cut out his liver for because he's like the the entire universe is going to explode it's going to be gone do it for somebody uh and so he 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 cuts he he all he he go he takes a piece of broken glass uh he he finally cuts himself open and then the monster does the rest and sucks out and this is as cthulhu is like demolishing the bathroom around him and this is the stuff that's like it looked really good it's a really good looking film yeah it looks really cool yeah uh the effects the effects are really cool um they they do a cool mix of of practical and cg A, a lot of gat is practical which was cool um yeah and the cg looks like weird and surreal and that was cool um it's the sh- the yeah. short game works is, yes and what i mean by that is like the dialogue the the moment to moment dialogue works for the most part i thought the humor kind of missed for me a few the times humor, the humor felt even this is gonna sound weird even though this is a movie about essentially a haunted glory hole uh yeah the humor felt out of tone yes it did they like because this they is do not, these moments this is not a these, comedy no, it's not. And they tried. I think they couldn't quite. Yeah, it felt like they couldn't quite nail down that tone uh, of like, like it, 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 they could have just allowed it to be weird and not had too many jokes. I think the him putting his dick in the thing, that's worth it. That was funny. That's worth it. Um, yeah, they, they yeah. should they should definitely leave that one in. But like weirdly for the most part yeah, like weirdly, even though the premise, like I said, is essentially a haunted glory hole, they handle it. In a way, this is another thing about the movie that I thought was really well done, is 
first of all, the basic premise of like, you're sitting in, in a restroom, uh, rest stop restroom in the middle of nowhere. Um, and somebody in the stall next to you just starts talking to you and it's, you know, very quickly gets out of control. But like, um, like this, the, there's this really creepy mural painted on the side of the stall around the glory yeah. hole. It's like this demonic half lady, half octopus, half like skulls. It's, it's this crazy drawing around this glory hole. And then the entire stall that JK Simmons is in is just cloaked in darkness. It's like beneath it is completely pitch black. You can't see. And above it is completely pitch black. So having that sitting there and that's really all you ever see of him apart from his voice. That's really creepy. Uh, yeah. And you quickly forget that a glory hole is even on the table. At least I did. Oh, yeah, totally. It's 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 really well executed in mm-hmm. that regard. Yeah. Um, which is funny because we're complimenting the shit out of it. But w- there is a point where we're going to say, well, why, why is this only OK? But like that, that the look of the film, mm-hmm. the the set, you know, the bathroom set was wonderful. And as it fa- fell apart, it was pretty wonderful, too. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, you're like, yeah, I agree. Like they, they do a couple of gags where like, like he's pissing while J.K. Simmons is explaining. That was weird. Yeah. And it, yeah, exactly. It just didn't feel like it was fitting for the movie. It was sort of like, like you look at Mandy, Mandy is a movie that doesn't like technically have jokes. Technically. Technically. (laughs) It does (laughs) have a cheddar goblin. (laughs) Exactly. That is a joke. But it's it's absurd, yeah. and that I think this needed a little more of that side of it. Right, like, like the, these felt like jokes from like The Office, you know? It was yeah, just like and like it was weird to have them in there. And like Cheddar Goblin, uh, conversely, is something that is so bizarre and surreal, it's almost upsetting. Exactly, Cheddar Garden Goblin is not fun to watch. <laughs> it's it it feels like insanity. Yeah. So it's like it's it it is funny. It is very funny, but it's also yeah. like a there's this like twinge of like uh, uh, rot to it or like sickness to it. It's like it feels like you feel uncomfortable watching it. And I think if they exactly. were gonna go for jokes, I think maybe that would have kind of been the better tone. I don't know. Yeah. No. I I think so. Uh, yeah. I think the the jokes were again for the most part ninety percent of the jokes didn't really work for me get him out of there the glory hole joke totally worth it (laughs) yeah oh yeah and then we haven't gotten to what the actual twist is because we talked about the twist yes um which is the reveal which yeah i i i saw this as as soon as the 10 minutes in when he gets back into his car and looks over and there's this red lockbox on his seat you're just like oh he's murdered her yeah. Like he's murdered his girlfriend. That's not a breakup. Yeah. He killed her. And yeah, that's 100% yeah. what he did. It turns out he yeah, is a, he's a serial, serial killer. killer. Yeah. Yeah. And the actor also, to his credit, is, I don't know if he meant to, but I got serial killer vibes from him immediately. There's something off about <laughs> like, him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's playing it real off. And every time they show him like interacting in the memory, it fell off. Yeah. He feels, so, like, he feels off. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, the reveal is that. He's like bro he's like sad that he killed her because she she thought she was the one basically and then she finds his murder box yeah, she which found, okay dude, she found his don't, she found his bluebeard room 
Yeah, don't leave that shit out. Don't like, leave it unlocked. Like, don't leave it on the yeah. coffee table. What are you doing, man? Like, bury that in yeah. the walls or something. Yeah, that's just bad serial that killing. Is, that is Bush League stuff, sir. Right. So he, yeah, so the reveal is that this character who you always, I think from the start, you get the vibes where you're like, I'm not sure if I need to, uh, if I should like this person. Yeah. Like, because even if it's a breakup, he's being really weird and like... Uh, once it reveals that it's only been like two months, their yeah. relationship, yeah. then you're like, oh, that's a red flag. It's like, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Like, it's like, what is he? He's driving across country with his car full of stuff, like getting hammered at a rest stop and burning shit like over a two month relationship. Right. And again, this is all on purpose. So yeah. it worked out really well yeah. because they, yeah, I don't know how much they wanted to hide from us, how you know, it's it's that thing where it's like the movie didn't never felt like a puzzle necessarily that no. we were trying to solve. No, it's just he gives off all these red flags. So I think that it's designed so that the audience is a yeah. Ahead. And there's as as the movie's progressing and it does this. This is also even though that like we said the twist is obvious. It 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 does create an interesting kind of reversal of how these movies normally go where the evil eldritch god is actually the altruistic one. Like he genuinely wants to save the earth. And so like, right. As their interactions progress and, and the gat is making his case for, you know, stopping Cthulhu, whom they never, like they never name, but it's pretty obviously him. Uh, he's, you know, arguing for why they should stop him and, and why he's decided he doesn't want to destroy humanity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and Wes is saying shit like, there's no such thing as, as altruism. There's no such thing as a good deed. Every good deed is done by somebody for extremely selfish reasons. And he tells a story about him growing up and about how his dad worked, uh, like, I think, two or three jobs just so his mom wouldn't have to work. But he did that in order so that he could have control over them and then use that to essentially abuse her until she commits suicide. So we get, like, this really... Sad, but also red flag picture of him. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, he's got a lot of like bitterness and 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 violence and resentment about him. It's like this guy mm. is, hmm, <laughs> like norm- yeah. And the general yeah. idea of this like eldritch god trying to convince a person at rock bottom who feels extremely nihilistic, yeah, that the world is worth saving mm. is a fun dynamic. And then the reveal that he's a serial killer. It ends with basically the Eldritch God, like revealing that he's kind of, he was going to screw him over. Like he does not value this guy is what it feels like. Cause at the end he basically says, you don't understand Wes. We're both monsters. Yeah. We We don't, don't, this, this world is beautiful. We don't deserve to be here. Yeah. And so the reveal is like this idea that like, Oh, he, he kind of like, he kind of tells him like, Oh, it'll hurt. You'll be uncomfortable, but you're going to be okay. You can survive without your liver. You can survive and with like, 25% of your liver, is what yeah, he says. Yeah, and there's like an implication that Wes is going to make it out of the liver situation. <laughs> and then afterwards, it's very much like Saw, where it's like, oh, it's a man with his leg cut off. He's yeah. not going to last long like, at all. You can you could live through this in a hospital. Yeah, exactly. Not but, at a rest uh, stop in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and so he basically drags himself out, and he's like, I'm a hero. And he's like, no, you're not a hero, because heroes get remembered. Yeah, You will not be remembered. You, so it, the reveal is like, yeah, Wes, I used you. Mm-hmm. I used you, and you're a piece of crap, and you don't deserve t- this beautiful world, nor do I. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he just he dies. West dies. Uh, West dies. And the the evil is you know is Cthulhu stopped. Yeah. is stopped. Uh, and you don't yeah you don't feel bad you don't feel bad for him. No, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, including his girlfriend who just gave him this teddy bear. Yeah. He did get rest stop drunk. You ever get rest stop drunk? I have never gotten rest stop drunk. No, it seems I have gotten rest stop drunk. And now I'm definitely not going to. It, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I got rest stop drunk a few times. Uh, most notably in a rest, it didn't have a structure. It was just a picnic area in the highway median. Like I'd never seen this before. It was in Ohio. There was a median where like you'd instead of going, you know how most exits you go to the right and there's a rest stop and there's one on either side. Mm -hmm. This one, you went left onto the median. And so I, I crashed overnight there and I vomited, (laughs) I vomited on a highway median in uh, Ohio. Yeah. It was, it it was one of those. That all checks out. That's what you do in Ohio. Yeah. 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 It, uh, at first, like if if someone was watching me, they would assume I was at rock bottom. But I was doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a great night. I was having a great night. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I was driving cross country. I was having a fun time. <laughs> I didn't drive drunk for the record. I stopped, got shit faced at the median because I was like, when in Rome, you know, drink bourbon on the side of the highway in Ohio and sleep there. And sleep there in the back of your car Oof. and vomit next to your car. Oof. Yeah, it was fun. It doesn't sound it fun, good. Dave. It does, it does, does not sound fun at all. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It, it, it only uh, sounds slightly better than the time this guy had. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean Eldritch God. Um, <laughs> so why? Okay. So why does this movie not quite work? Because it takes... And, in between all the highlights that we've mentioned is a lot of wheel spinning and it's a lot of just not cutting to the chase for no other reason than to fill time. So there's like, like he keeps trying to peek at Gat like three or four times. Something happens where like Gat has to stun him into like some flashback that then becomes weird uh, for five minutes and bring him back. And then each time he's like, I warned you. It's like, well, how many times are you going to keep warning him? Like it's, yeah. it's so we keep circling the same idea to, to pad the length, uh, which is a problem. Right. Um, because again, it's 80 minutes. It's, it's 80 it's, minutes. It's barely feature length. Like it barely gets yeah. there. Um, so, and, and really there's only like 45 minutes of actual like movie. Like the rest of it is just right. kind of like stuff that doesn't really need to be there. And it's like, kind of beaten the same drum for a lot of it uh so i think uh, which is it yeah yeah the issue is is like when i saw the length that that kind of length is always it's not always a red flag but like it's that thing where it's like there's some stories that simply take 90 minutes yeah where like i think of a movie like green room where it's like yeah this is exactly the length it needed to be uh it it never felt like they stretched it, you know? No. But it also didn't overstay its welcome. This feels like it really was supposed to be a 45-minute short. Like, it, it, it maybe even a half hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, they had to just make the finish line. And to me, it's like, oh, you probably... I get it. 
because like you want jk simmons you're gonna pay all this money to do this yeah you want it to be feature length yeah the problem yeah the problem is they didn't i don't know if this budget or what because here's the thing is i can think of ways to make this longer um i can think of ways to do that mm-hmm and and it comes from variety of what's going on. Yeah. Like if you told like a really surreal weird story where like where like he goes on a little adventure or like there's there's ways to stretch this out. I just think what they had to work with was this rest stop. Yeah. Set. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. And that's it. all and they, they could really do. Yeah. Right. And like so like there were there's like really surreal ways to to stretch this out but it would have cried, required more money yeah and i think they spent all their money on jk simmons and their effects the effects look good oh yeah they look good like every this movie looks good we've uh, we've said that already but yeah it's a good looking movie it's well directed um it's just, just it's there's not enough meat on these bones unfortunately yeah <laughs> so it's, and i think it's the, the premise is spread too thin essentially right and it's sort of devoted to what feels like almost like non sequiturs or like conversations that don't need to happen like the woman at the beginning who puts down the um pieces uh and helps them with the candy machine like she didn't matter yeah i think that was just yeah that was just sort of setting up that something creepy was strange things are afoot at the circle k yeah but they never really explain what that means like was she jk simmons I don't, she the- I don't know. Maybe she's just somebody who is aware of, of him. Maybe she was one of the brothers and sisters that Gat mentioned. It's not clear. Um, but like that, the little ectoplasm. She could have been goo, Cthulhu. She, well, I, I think if she was Cthulhu, she would have just right, bust, busted fair. in there and got him. Um, uh, the little goopy goop, little ectoplasm on the plant is the same stuff that's like dripping out of Gat's stall. So... I right, the implication just... is he came there. They yeah. do they do these two zooms to space in yes. the movie, mm-hmm. which I actually could have done without, but I understand their purpose, right? Is they're, yeah, well, they're representing when yeah. Gat here like he screams in his car and it zooms out to space. Mm-hmm. And to me that represented when Gat like he got his attention, essentially. And then the last one felt like when Gat is leaving. That's what I. That's Poss- how I interpreted it. Here's my interpretation, uh, because they bookend the movie essentially. Yeah. So the first scream is when we. So it's like after he's gotten out of his car, he sort of fucks up the vending machine. He can't get his candy, and then somebody else comes and helps him get it. Uh, that off with a strange lady. Um, and then he gets into his car and is looking at his picture and then he screams like, why? And it zooms out like all the way out into space. Uh, I took that, um, especially after, uh, like at the end of the movie when he's dying, it zooms all the way back out. And, and as at that point, you know, we have a very different context for it because we know this is about like great old ones and celestial beings and shit. So like I took it as that first, it's the first scream is like his how insignificant he and his problems are. Um, right, that makes sense. And But then when it happens again, and we have this greater context of, like, the, the, the size and scope of the universe and all these things that we don't know about it and how vast and, like, incredible it is and, like, the whole journey of the movie we've just seen was about saving the universe and all this great expanse and all the life contained therein. Um, sort of... 
was doing the same thing, like showing how insignificant he is. Because, like, you know, Gat just said, you, you'll be forgotten because that's what you deserve. Right. Uh, but it is also showing this is everything he just saved. Yes. Too. Yep. Yeah. That's how yeah, I took it. Yeah, that makes sense. I, 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 I don't know why. I just, I, the, those two shots took me out of the movie in this weird way. Like, it felt like a shot from Men in Black, where it was like, <laughs> it's almost literally a shot from Men in Black. Uh, yeah. Very and close, so there was yeah. something about it that it's, again, it's, it's weird because I can't quite put my finger on why those shots took me out of the film. And I think it's because they were too big. Because this movie, I like the smallness of it. Mm -hmm. And I like the implied bigness as opposed to we're going to zoom out into space. I was like, oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't zoom out into space. Just keep it. Keep it right there. Keep it at that rest stop. And, and you're right. Is that it, that is the meaning, I think, behind those shots. And that's not a bad meaning at all. Uh, but it felt a little tonally like, again, I, I think it should have been more claustrophobic, like stayed darker and gotten weirder, even weirder than it is now. Mm -hmm. And it's already pretty weird. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably my main com main issue, I suppose. My main critique is that this movie should have been weirder. And I felt like that, because I feel like that, as you were saying, even though it, 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 I agree with you that it probably was a budget budgetary limits. Um, but if it had been weirder than it is, it would have solved the problem of the premise being spread too thin. Yeah, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm spoiled from everything everywhere all at once. But I think of that movie as a movie that's like they took they took the premise and they used every part of it. Where they're like hot dog fingers world, you know? It doesn't matter if it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, like that we like there needed to be that level of like I don't know, like him having to like be chased through his memories and his memories get really weird, mm -hmm. or like him him having like the his perception of the bathroom changing something i yeah. don't know i i'm not even sure exactly what i'm looking for here but it all comes down to that it didn't feel like they had the ability to make it as weird as it should have been mm -hmm. and there and there felt like stuff like again that lady was like oh that's a neat little detail but it felt like they were just killing time more than they were setting something up there yeah, like that could have been that interaction could have been stranger. Like it could have been a little creepier. Yeah, or it could have mattered yeah. more. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to. Yeah, it might connect thematically, and I'm just too dense to figure it out at the moment. But yeah, I mean, eh. we're smart enough. Maybe. We're not the smartest people, but like, no, that's true. You know, if if that it, the she kept so the woman keeps ripping up these pieces of paper and making these little. Um, little uh little spheres balls, yeah, little uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and so that must represent something right i don't know if that represents the planets or the gods the the children of the gods like you said it feels most likely that she represented like some other eldritch god mm -hmm. uh she, what did she say to him about the vending machine uh it's, it's like sometimes things are broken but you just have to try again sometimes things are you think things are broken. It just means you've stopped trying or something. Right. That's which again, feels said. like it should mean something in terms of the plot. Mm -hmm. Like I kept that in my head and I was like, Oh, that's going to play, come into play. Uh, or this lady is going to come into play in some way. And then nothing, none of that. So it, it's, I think that's part of it is ultimately the story is pretty simple. Mm -hmm. 
too, which is that there's it never it never spirals out of control in a way that you'd expect. It's like this eldritch god is like, I want a piece of your liver. And then he gets a piece of the liver and then narratively we're told it's okay. This guy was bad anyway. And then the movie ends. And so like, while I like what they're doing, that idea that, Oh, we're both terrible monsters. um, It doesn't create any, like at no point do you care about this guy? No, not really. He's, he's, he, Oh, he immediately gives off red flags. Mm -hmm. He's immediately at this weird rock bottom. He's bitter. You get the feeling that like, okay, like it's the way the movie, you know, if you've seen enough movies, you know, like, okay, he did something because the, you know, he's like obsessively calling this woman and you're just hearing his side of it and his side of it is so simplistic. And then the two months thing. And so like, at no point did I feel bad for this guy. No. And so in the end, him cutting out his liver was just like, yeah, do it, (laughs) do it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I want to see it happen. Yeah. So there was no like, out. Like, what's his name? Gary was the only guy that I felt sympathetic towards. Right. He's just uh, trying to do his job. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Listen to an art history audio book, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they really painted a picture of Gary before killing him off, which I like. Uh, But yeah, I think there's there's a, a, a lack of, like, it's it's not, like, it's not emotionally complex to watch because mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty straightforward. Ultimately, it doesn't really throw any twists that you wouldn't see coming. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like, I don't think the serial killer twist they were trying to hide necessarily. I don't think so. It doesn't seem like yeah. it. They, it seems like they kind of want you to know that it's, he is not what he may seem from the beginning. Right. And so this goes back to the fact that the broad strokes of this movie are a little weak, whereas the actual... The, the dialogue sequences uh, and the visuals and the way it's presented is quite good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I just don't think they had, either for budget reasons or for whatever reason, I don't think they fully had a, a film here. Yeah. They had a really solid short film. Yeah, yeah. This would have been a pretty sweet, like, 35, 40-minute movie. Yeah. I am wicked curious to see what this director, what she does next. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I don't know. Did she write it? Let me look it up. I'm not gonna look it up. Okay. Yeah. Don't. I don't want to look things up. Should Let's I look it up? Mm. What if I looked it up, Tom? What, what if, if you, I looked it up? What if you did that? What if we lived what in if, that? What if we lived in that multiverse uh, where you looked it where up? Where I looked it up, and we had hot dog fingers. Yeah, it was written by three people. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's a lot of people. You think they could have had more ha- more things happen? Yeah. Rebe- <laughs> Rebecca McKendry, she didn't write it, but she's the director of it. And like she's one like she's now kind of like after this uh is sort of on my radar because I think I this, thought this was very well made. This is a this is a Canadian film, isn't it? Isn't it Canadian? Ew, really? I think so. Like the guy uh, the guy had a bit of an accent and it looked like when it zoomed out both times that it that was, it was in a Canada. little bit of Canada. I thought it was Canada or Maine and I was uh, yeah, either way it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> either way I'm suspect. <laughs> yeah, too north, too north for me, you know? <laughs> what are they doing up there? The fuck they think they're doing? Yeah. Let's see here. I'm 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 now I'm trying to find out if it's Canadian. Uh, I can't. I can't figure that out. I'm sorry. Is, I'm sorry, this, everyone. This is the kind of gripping uh, radio that that y'all came here for. Um, do you think they? Um, what? When? How late in the game do you think they got J.K. Simmons? Because it feels it. It. 
it definitely like the J.K. Simmons thing is they they I don't know. What, Prob- I, I, I'm just I, curious. I, I I would bet probably way after they shot it. Probably close. You to, think so? Probably deep in post production. I I think maybe yeah because it's it's a hell of a get and it's perfect mm-hmm. and i just can't i know they definitely dumped all their money on jk simmons which was a good idea yes very yeah. good idea yeah yeah he's great it's a great performance yeah again a lot of great shit in this i really i yeah it's it's it just would have made a really good short but i get it you, you just can't justify getting jk simmons yeah for like a short yeah that the, what, what do you even do with a short where you put it in festivals, you know, like, no, you got to make it feature length so it yeah. can go on shutter and people can talk about it and you, you know, your career can flourish. I get it. Yeah, I get it. So yeah, this uh, is uh, I, I would say that this is probably worth watching. Oh yeah. I think if, if, if people like this sort of shit, you know, if you're like really picky about your horror, then you might not mm-hmm. have time for it. That's fair. But if you're, if you're a horror junkie, um, I wouldn't say this was scary. Oh, it was no. Hor- it's, it had, it's creepy. It's creepy, yeah. It has horrifying ideas in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like, if you like, if you liked Mandy, you know, if you liked, I don't know, even, like, Prisoners of Ghostland, if you liked weird, uh, far-out, like, uh, you know, in- unconventional films, you'll probably like this, but you probably won't like it as much as you think. Yeah, because it's, it's again, ultimately it's, not that unconventional. It's not that weird. Yeah, no, it, it really could have been weirder. Yeah, it could have been could have been a lot weirder. It's, but I do like what's I do like the creepiness that is there. Yeah, you know what it is. It's like that Wally's Wonderland. Is that what it's called with Will, Nicolas Cage? Willies, I think. But yeah, yeah, where that is like it it, it has it it has a lot of potential, but it's a playing off of a horror trope we already had, right? Which is the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics uh, come to life. Uh, what's it called? That game? Five Nights at Freddy's. It, yeah. The same way this is like Eldritch Gods are in right now. You know, we've already sort of been doing it. So it's playing off of a, like an, a horror idea that's already sort of been around. Yeah. And then ultimately it isn't as weird as uh, it should have been. But the execution is great. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was to me, which is like, none of this is new, new stuff. Isn't it? Like this. Uh, go finish that thought. Oh, just like when someone, when I first heard about Glorious, obviously I was like, oh, that's, that's fucking, that's delightful. But like, it wasn't like so out there. Yeah. With today's climate, with right. indie horror. Right. Um, what does it say is, you know, you mentioned Eldritch Gods are in right now. Isn't it funny that we keep doing so many like Lovecraft adaptations and the things that are inspired by Lovecraft and all this like Eldritch God and Elder One stuff, but like nobody will just sit down and make a Cthulhu movie. Right. It's so weird. Why are we doing is it, that? What is, is everybody <laughs> trying to make one just mysteriously dying or something? What's Maybe. going on? Then? Let's try to make one and see what happens to us. All right. Yeah. Let's make it. We'll make a documentary, uh, like a found footage about trying to make a Cthulhu. Yeah. It's really weird that no one is just doing Cthulhu. Just make Cthulhu, man. Yeah, for the love of God, Just put please. him out there. Yeah, look at him. He looks—he's fucked up. Look at that thing. Yeah, uh, I want to. I want to. I want to see that in a movie. To the point that this movie didn't didn't name drop him. No, and the what the glimpse we do see of him is you can't even really. It's just a, you can't tell what it he is. He looks like the Stranger Things monster more. Mm-hmm. The season two monster, the like the smoke thing. Yeah, yeah. 
So it, yeah, it's not even Cthulhu. It looks like a mind flayer. That's what it what they called it. And right, but not the mind flayer in the game, which does look like Cthulhu. Right. Yeah. No one wants to fucking. Nobody do wants to touch that shit. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, are we done? I think we're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It, it, check it out. It's on Shutter. If you have Shutter, yeah. No reason not to watch it. It's fun. It is fun. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's just uh, like at, at seventy nine minutes. It still feels a little too long for its premise. I shouldn't have been looking at my phone as often as I was (laughs) for a 79-minute movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So thanks for listening, folks. If if you'd like to, you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, for $5 a month, you get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next, the next Futurama, and Spielboys. Mm. Uh, for $10, we watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Boy, uh, do we. Yeah. And I, I don't know. This is this is one I would, I guess, watch one of those nights. Yeah, probably. I can I see us watching watch this movie. It. You know, here's the thing, though, is that the dialogue is really fun, so it'd be it's not weird really a movie you can over. talk over. Yeah, this is a hard yeah. one to talk over. So much of it is in the dialogue. Um, we also yeah. have a store. Head over to GameFleetEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool artwork, uh, original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your little tentacle face on there. Yeah. Wrap your I little mouth tentacles you. around there. Yeah, what's that? Eldritch God. What if it was the reveal was that it was Jesus in the stall? Like Jesus is an eldritch god, he could and be. it's just like it's like Cthulhu and all these wormy things, and then just and then Jesus, big Jesus, yeah, yeah, could be. That's what I want. That, that, yeah, why not? He could have a bunch of tentacles under that beard. We don't know. Right. That's why. That's why they. That's why he's got the beard. Yeah. That's why it's there. Yeah. <laughs>